You're listening to the Battle Ready Podcast. You can find more information about Battle Ready and Addison Free Will Baptist Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org forward slash Battle Ready Bible Study. Battle Ready Podcast, believing what it says. <laughs> there it is. Say hello, like a, hello. Welcome to Battle Ready. You want to do it over? <laughs> we are in Matthew chapter six tonight, and we can't stop now. So you got to pull it together. Try it. Okay, I'm okay. Together. Here we go. They do that. You see, you think this is not this. You think that I'm being the one that's disrespectful, you but know I'm having a stick over there. <laughs> <laughs> they think it's my problem. Listen, Matthew chapter 6 is where we are. And believe it or not, we are still in the Sermon of the Mount. On the Mount. With the Mount. That's right. Get it together, woman. Here we go. Okay, well, see, you shouldn't tell me jokes right before the camera goes live. That's the problem right there. Okay, sorry. Welcome to Battle Ready. Thank you for joining us. I'm glad you're with us. We had sunshine today, and it made for a wonderful day. So everybody's been in a really good mood. And I hope that as we go through our lessons tonight, we're in Matthew chapter 6. I'm hoping that spiritually we can lighten our mood a little bit too. I'm not sure, though. There's mm. some, some serious stuff in here. So let's yeah. let's get started. You're in Matthew chapter 6. We're on the Sermon in the Mount. We're in the second chapter. It's three chapters long. Do you want to recap anything from previous? Like I said, we've all been skinned in Matthew chapter 5. We've all been we have. Jesus did not leave anybody who could say, yeah, I've got it all together, Jesus, and I'm ready to waltz right into heaven without your sacrifice. Everybody can find themselves guilty in the Sermon on the Mount. And and Jesus, because he's God, right, has covered it all. But what we go back into, I mean, we have a chapter break here because a person put that there. Mm-hmm. But this is the same sermon. There's not even a breath, changed, right? right? It, it's the same thing. But what he's restating in chapter 6 mm-hmm. is that it is not what's external. Mm-hmm. It is what's internal. And and that's what all of these things have been. It's like you think you're okay as long as your outside is okay. As long as everybody sees that you've got it all together, yeah. then you feel okay about yourself. But I see the inside. I see the heart. I see the internal part of you. And you're not okay. And, it and here's, it up a notch. here's where it's wrong. He kicked it up <clears> a notch, right? He took the... You should not commit adultery to if you look and lust, you're committing adultery. He's he's pride is adding it. To, he's making it um, where they've made their own rules around it. He's he's kind of shaking it up. Pride is a weird thing, and it makes us do weird things. I, I heard a comedian today just scrolling through Facebook today, killing time. I heard him talking about his mother, and he said his mother was a Christian saint and a woman of God and a good person. He said she talked like a floating angel. You know, she just talked kindly to her children. He said, except for when she turned demon. <laughs> and he said, she turned demon when the doorbell rang unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Kindness, especially get to the attic, straighten up the insulation. I mean, she just went, you know, stuff all the she's stuff. She's doing that on purpose to see if I'm going to maintain control. That's what she's no. doing here. And you, I'm not. You did that. <laughs> no. I've done that. I bet everybody listening to us has had that moment where you thought, I can't let them see who I really am. I can't let them see what's really going on. Quick, hide. That's kind of what five and six are about. There's no hiding with Jesus. He sees it all, and he needs to be welcome in your life to deal with it all. Mm-hmm. You need to be upfront and honest. You're not, you're not the tricking him. There's the key. We we set up these things, and we think we've got a pretty good deal going on. But as long as nobody knows. knows. Yeah, as but as long knows as nobody really knows happening. what's really going on, and you're okay. Mm-hmm. And and our pride gets involved in that, and we think, well, everybody thinks I'm wonderful because as far as they've seen, mm-hmm. everything's right. Everything's good. I've got it all together. Mm-hmm. They haven't seen me at my worst. They haven't seen me turn demon. They haven't seen me hiding all the things that I need to hide. And, but, but Christ has. And, and I don't mean to make it about your house. I, nobody cares about, about your house. house. I'm talking about this house. It's about this it's human about being. You. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, and I guess part of that is, too, I don't know if I'll, if I'll say this right, but we can't pick and choose what pe- what part of following Christ we'll just do and we won't do the rest. It's okay if we miss it. Because I want to bring you into this lesson from okay. the last verses of the last chapter. This is where we ended, but listen to what he says. He said, 
Um, give to him that asks thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, don't turn them away. If you've got what they need, give it to them. Right? Why does he say that? Because it all belongs to him anyway. Maybe that's the thought he's trying to convey. He said, you've heard it said, it hath been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I tell you, love, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. <coughs> for, here's this, he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. But here's the question. To, su to summarize what he's trying, the point he's trying to make. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? What's the big deal about that? That's easy to do, right? Do not even the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans do that? You're saying, he's saying it isn't about you. It's about showing him to the world, right? It's easy to yeah. love. And I know I say that. I like to no, say that fine. phrase because that was Vivian's phrase and she was a wonderful saint of God and I love her dearly still. I think about her a lot. Especially when I'm in a situation and I want so bad to be right and know that my being right isn't the prime objective here. It's okay if someone doesn't know I'm right and just love somebody anyway. That's hard for me. That's something I struggle with. But you ready for me to be the pain that you know I am? Here we go in Matthew <laughs> no, chapter six. Before you do, this is this is why six is here. Okay, what I'm getting ready to say is why it's here, because I think you could read Matthew chapter five. You could read these things you're supposed to be like, and these things you're supposed to think, and these things you're supposed to do, and you think as long as I can keep hidden, all the time I don't do that. As long as I can keep that concealed. And all the people that I go to church with and my pastor and my friends the every, and, my and the people that know me think I've got it all under control and, and I'm loving like I'm supposed to and I'm doing what I'm supposed to and I've got it all together and I'm going to act, I'm going to look like mm -hmm. I got it. Mm -hmm. Then I'm okay well, here we because go. nobody knows <laughs> that I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to look like I'm okay. But Jesus is telling you these things because you know what? When he says, love your enemies, that's impossible without him. It is impossible without him. That, when he says to do these things, this faithfulness, this, these things that he's asked us to do with our life, which is the goal, which is what we're supposed to do with our life, he knows that without the power of the Holy Spirit, you are absolutely powerless to even mm -hmm. move in that direction. That's true. You need help. I need help. We, we just need help. And that's why when six starts with take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. I looked up the word alms. Mm -hmm. It's not tithes. Mm -hmm. It's not gifts. It's not things that you're doing at, at the temple for God. Mm -hmm. He's talking about when you give of your self, your time, your money, your talent, your Ability. work. Mm -hmm. When you give of yourself to someone who needs it, someone in need, either someone who's poor or someone who can't do it for themselves or someone who just you want to bless and be good to. He said, don't do that so that well, people will look at your outside and go, she's all right. Mm -hmm. She's got it together. Look, mm -hmm. look, look how much. Good. Here's the thing. Look how much she has to give. Mm -hmm. Look how blessed she's been. Right. She doesn't need. You know what we hate? We hate to think we have a deficit. We hate to think we don't have it all together and we need somebody to help us and give to us. I'm, I'm, ta I'm talking to yeah. me. Mm -hmm. We hate to think that anybody would ever find out that we need help. That we failed. That, that we, we messed help. up. That we messed up. That Not just messed up, <clears throat> but that we, were, we are fatally flawed. And that thing that you think is so horrible, it's that's what I do. It's embarrassing to yeah. need help. Mm -hmm. Hey, I so thought here's that what, Here's why that's so about, unloving. You don't want to ask for help. Mm -hmm. You don't want people to know you need help. Mm -hmm. You're shocked to your core and your pride when someone sees you're having a bad day and you don't have it all together. Mm -hmm. And yet when you go to your alms, you want people to know what you've done so they'll think you're great. So, so Which on purpose makes that person you're helping feel about that big. Mm -hmm. I agree. Right? Mm -hmm. So you don't care about... We're just talking about loving your enemies, love one another, these kind of thoughts... 
you have no thought of love toward that person you're helping because your thought is everybody will understand I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And be thankful right? that they have me. And they'll say, boy, isn't she something? Yeah. She didn't have to do that, and look what she did. Mm-hmm. And you've made that person feel this big. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it goes back always, not to the external, but the, the internal. internal. What, why are you helping? Where is your heart? Why are you helping that person? Why are you loving that person? So everybody will think you're fine and that you have abundance, you have extra. Or are you helping that person? Because that's I, where your heart is to love. I can't remember what book place. it was I read. I can't remember. But in one of the, <clears> one of the <throat> commentaries that I read somewhere along the line, it was talking about how many broken people are sitting in your church. And how that if we could take off the fear of someone knowing what we really feel and what we're really uh, dealing with, and how that we would be amazed at how many people are sitting in our church broken and don't know what to do, and don't and don't want someone else to know that they don't know what to do. No, because it's not. We and, don't have a culture where that's okay. And, right, and and, and the that's church not right. Should be the place because Jesus said. It should be that culture. It should be that culture. Yes. Right? This yes. makes that, this is the culture. Mm-hmm. Right? The culture is you've been exposed, but not just you, everybody mm-hmm. who honestly looks mm-hmm. at this sermon. And anybody who's, right? just because you've been a Christian for a long time, or even if you're a Christian for a short time, but especially if you've been a Christian for a long time, it doesn't mean you're perfect. It doesn't mean you got it, it all together. It doesn't mean. That there isn't, I mean, that's why we read scripture. That's why we believe what it says. We're trying to apply more and more of this every time as we go through it to our lives. He says, verse verse 2 of chapter 6, Therefore, when you do your alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have the glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Now listen, I read that today. And I thought, nobody would do that. Now, at that time, they were doing that. Mm-hmm. So so when people of great abundance would go out and do these acts, these these holy acts of charity for people who were maybe the beggar on the side of the road or the blind guy or the things, the people Jesus reached out and healed, mm-hmm. right? When they would go and do something of a gesture mm-hmm. of kindness for these people, they would blow a trumpet. Supposedly so. Their example could be sought after. People would also do the same. Mm-hmm. They'd inspire others to do the same. We think, nobody could blow a trumpet. Before. How about putting it on Facebook? How about putting it, uh, t- being it re- re- rewarded for how many times you've done it? Or, or letting all your friends know that you were really busy today, but you took time out of your schedule to do this and made you feel really good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's, it's good to inspire people to do, do well. You better. You should do it by your actions, not your words. And not, but he's not even saying. Jesus is saying, "What is your motivation? And then, what what are you seeking?" Because what he's trying to tell us, stupid people that don't get it, is that you will never validate yourself by your works ever. And that's always going to be hollow. It's always going to be dead. It's always going to be empty. And it'll never be enough. It'll never be enough because tomorrow when you wake up, you'll still know you're broken. Mm-hmm. And you'll still know you don't have it together enough to get to heaven on your own. Mm-hmm. But if you will it change your motivation, mm-hmm. it's like if, if you do something for somebody you love, it doesn't feel like an act of charity. It doesn't feel like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing because I love you. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I do that for you. Because mm-hmm. I love you, mm-hmm. right? And he's trying to say, who do you love here? Do you do you love? Are you doing it because you love the Lord? Are you doing it because you love this person, or do you just want? Are you desperately trying to find a way for the approval of men to make you feel okay? And I like what the last part of that verse says. It says, when you do that, you have your reward. That's all you're going to get. So, and it's hollow. It isn't a really a empty. reward. It is you designed it for yourself. And we, if we've learned anything about the kings and all the things that we've talked about, we have learned that when we let God do the rewarding, mm-hmm. He can far outdo anything that we can imagine or think. I, I don't want my reward to be the vain glory or the words said here, how great. I mean, I want, I'm glad people think that you're a good person. I don't mean that. But to do something and expect that to be, I'd rather let God take care of that later. It's interesting that from lid to lid in your Bible, the sin most often talked about is pride. pride. But pride is sneaky. 
It is sneaky. You don't always feel like, oh, I prided today. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I better repent. Pride is one of those things that sneaks in and it, it becomes like, again, it's, a silent it's your killer. culture. It's, it's like a silent killer. The things you say, the things you don't say, the, the, the way you think when nobody's looking. Pride is sneaky. Mm-hmm. And I, I was thinking, I've used this example in battle ready before, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But it's when you're, when you're in church and the whole service, you felt like God was dealing with your heart. And the minister is preaching a sermon and it's like he knows. He's talking to you and he's talking to exactly what you need. And you feel so, it, it's not that you feel bad. You feel like I need to let this go. Whatever it is I'm dealing with, I need to surrender this to God. But instead of going forward and having your family pray with you, instead of responding to mm-hmm. the minister's offer for people to pray, you look around, well, if I go, what are they going to think? Mm-hmm. If I go forward, what are they going to say about me? Mm-hmm. And am I going to have to tell everybody what's wrong? And, 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 and I need them to know that I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not lost. Right? I don't want to think I'm lost mm-hmm. or think that I'm I, right. And we've got think. all that. That's what he's saying. Whenever, whenever your motivation is, right? For men to think you're okay, then you know fundamentally you're not okay mm-hmm. because you don't need that if you know that in the Lord. Mm-hmm. You true. know you're okay, and we're all guilty of that, right? We're all guilty of that. And so, so that's How all the reward you're going to get, and it's not what you want. If we would, you know, and I, I've said this mm-hmm. not too long ago, we would, you know, now in my situation, I worry about money a lot. I shouldn't, but I do. You think about it. All I the think time. about it too much. It's not that you're not that's okay. Not, you just right. Think it's, about I'm not. It. I'm, yeah. I'm fine, but I think about it too much. What happens if this happens? What happens if I do? What What if this? What? And then I and then, and then somewhere I was reading this morning in my daily Bible reading, and it said, "What? Why are you doing that? I mean, it's like God came off the page. It's like, why are you doing that? It's all mine anyway. I can. Can I not take care of what? You, it's like." I don't mean to belabor the point, but like but every time I've ever been offered help, my first rate, me? Huh? I don't need help. What are you talking about? And I'm literally falling apart. <laughs> Wait, it's like you, your arm fell up. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. This is good. I wanted this to happen. You just, it just, I'm good. People offer me help. Wouldn't it be nice sometimes to lose that pride and actually Wouldn't it be help? nice to have and, and a church family that, it's love? that that, and I think. I have a great church I think we do. I, do. I think we do. But I, I think awesome nobody else. But I, I think I we think, all think these things. We think these things to ourselves, and then really and truly there's a church family that's waiting just to help. Just tell me what you need mm-hmm. or show me. But or we like to be the helper. And we don't like helped. to be the helped. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And, and what this is saying is can you put yourself in the place of the person you're helping mm-hmm. and not make it all about you? Mm-hmm. Like You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you need help too. Yes. I don't know. Yes, it, it, I, I no, feel like it, that's a lot more uh, more no, to that than we think it's on a, the surface of that verse. But the verse is about it, what it says, verse 3. And when thou doest alms, let mm-hmm. not thy left hand know what the right hand does, that thine alms may be in secret. And thy father, which seeth in secret, himself shall reward thee openly. I like that. I like that we shouldn't be settling for the reward of just a few words here. And you know how people are. They might praise you today and tomorrow they're picking up stones to throw at you because, you know, they're Mm -hmm. fickle. They aren't faithful. They change how they do. We all know that. We've been in situations where that's happened. We've done it ourselves where we thought one thing and then tomorrow we changed our mind completely. But this says the father which sees what our heart and our intent was. He will reward us openly. He'll nice. take care of that. Is it First Corinthians? It says that you know, if you're loving, thinking no evil, believing mm-hmm. no evil. I think part of that is just that idea that I don't need to let everybody know how bad someone else's situation is and how horribly they're handling their life. And how I had to step in and be the hero. Mm-hmm. I need to think well of others. I need to believe well of others and realize that there's not a person on the planet that doesn't need mm-hmm. help and i don't need to break them more i don't need to like break if them someone more comes to, to make me, me and look I, better and i have done right? that because that's what we do unintentionally i have done that and i realized that just made it all worse just made it worse it hurt them why don't you more. cover that in that secret that idea you know mm-hmm. some secrets are really bad but this kind of secret is where you just keep your mouth shut. And you let God... And, you, and, you, and you, you do what you... You don't let everybody know what you're doing to help that person out because you wouldn't want everybody to tell everybody if they had to help you. Right. So just be quiet about it 
and be loving about it. And don't start and telling in. them why you have to help them because right. if they'd have done it differently, right. they wouldn't have had to do it. That's not helpful. <clears throat> you know, I think of that verse that says, um, to be better you haven't done anything in that or case. to restore someone considering yourself considering yourself what what would you want so I don't need you to point out that I messed up right. if you're going to help I got me it. I already know I've yeah. messed up but do you do you love me enough to help me or can you help me or you know maybe good advice later on when I'm through the crisis might be helpful but to beat me when I'm down I, I think of all the things that I've seen over my years in church work that I wish we weren't so piously righteous about with some things we just need to help them get through and then let them t let us help yeah. them as they need help and not 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 cut their knees out from under them when they're already in a bad state so verse five we start now a different thing so we're not mm -hmm. going to let our alms be evil spoken of do we're what not going to we're going to do what we do to the glory Quietly. of the father not to my and own humbly. glory so verse 5 says, And when you pray, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. And when I first read this, I thought, no, nobody does that. Mm -hmm. I know there are some people that do that, but what I thought about was our fear of prayer in public and how when we are called upon to pray, we try to think of how to say wonderful things so everybody knows that we must know about prayer because we can pray pretty good at church. When they call on me to pray, I can pray, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, if, if you've got a good prayer habit, it ought to almost come out naturally. Now, I know you and I differ on that because you have said before, you, prayer is a struggle for you. It is. It is and, for me and, too. And what's, what jumps out on the page here for me in that verse five is the word hypocrites, mm -hmm. which is the word for an actor. Someone who puts on a false face, puts on a mask. Mm -hmm. It's like if you came in tonight and I went, hark, it is my mother. <laughs> Hello, I'd start laughing and mother. we wouldn't be able to I know, but it. if I talk to you like, I don't know you. Yeah. I'm, Hello, mother. Would thou as like us to chair? I mean, I would talk to you like I know. I would just like a drink of water. <laughs> I, I would talk to you like I know you because we have a relationship. Yeah. So the, the hypocrite word to me that comes out in that is like, please don't pray to me, God says, as like if you, you don't, don't know, know me. me. Talk to me like you know me. Because again, you have this outward affect of religiousness, of religiosity, whatever that word is, where you want people to That's know. A good word, religiosity. <laughs> I don't know. Where you want people to know that, boy, is this a holy person. Yeah, watch him pray. And that'll make you feel like you're all right. I keep going back to that because I want, that's where this just keeps guiding me is that somehow you get validation from that because other people look at you and go, you know what? She good. really knows how to pray. Mm -hmm. yep. God said, prayer's talking to me. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to talk to me, first know me mm -hmm. and then talk like you know me. And talk like you know me. Yep. He's, he's never impressed by any show mm -hmm. we put on. And he says, if we are doing it to be hypocritical, not, and we would never say that, but if we are doing it to impress those who hear us, that's it. Well, he There's said that's not. It's not a prayer. It's not a prayer. It's not a prayer. Didn't go anywhere. You're just you're just giving a religious speech for the applause of men. You're you're putting on an act. You're, you're an actor. Mm -hmm. But God wants to know you personally. You and know I, what? This week I wasn't going to talk about this, but this week my daughter was in a car accident. She's she's good. Everything's good. But it scared us to death because she was two hours away and there, there was some fear. Mm -hmm. Someone else had to call me and tell me what happened. And you know, when that happened, I didn't say, dearest, holy, heavenly father. No, we don't have time to do that. I, no, because I knew him and I knew her and I was scared. And I said, help, <laughs> Lord, surround her, help her, be right there. I can't get there. God, you've got to take mm -hmm. care of the situation. Please mm -hmm. take care of this for me. And, and most of the prayer couldn't think of words, mm -hmm. but he heard me. Because that's when the Holy right? Spirit prays for you. And I just want to say there was no acting there because you don't have to act with the Lord. He knows. He knew before the call. He knew before he knew he what I needed. That's where we're going to get to him. And he said, your father already knows what you need, need before you even ask. But, but he what, wants to you know what you do when you pray? You acknowledge that he knows what you need. Mm -hmm. you, you, you are giving him. You are giving him your trust mm -hmm. and your faith and the acknowledgement that God is God. 
and that you are putting it in his hand and he loves to work on behalf of his children he loves to do what yes what you ask when your heart is is and not when it, acting when it doesn't have when a it's clue not and you don't have time to act aren't you glad though yeah. and i'm not saying this to brag on you us, no. or anything but don't you aren't you glad when you already have that relationship and i don't have to say a whole bunch of things I can just say, you know, take care of me. I've done that. Mm -hmm. Take care of this. I, I don't even know what to say. That's when the Holy Spirit groans prayers for us. We can't even, I, and I'm thankful for that. But listen to what he says next. He says, but when thou, when you pray, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, pray to the Father, which is in secret. And thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. Doesn't that sound very personal? Mm-hmm. Very close. Very personal. Very you, it's you yeah. and me. We think of this in in our time, I think maybe a little differently than they did, when all the religious activity, most of the religious activity by the Jewish nation was done at the temple mm -hmm. or at the synagogue. You mm -hmm. went to that place and you said what was said, and right? And you're offering a sacrifice, and it feels like it's very... It was exactly what God told him to do, but it feels very separate from you. And then Jesus is saying, when you talk to me, no one else has to be there to approve it. Nobody else has to be there to tell you what to say. You don't need instructions Don't you this. think your better prayers Go by yourself, yourself and talk to me? Or when you just kind of feel like your heart opens up. But I think the fear in us, again, that empty place that always wants to be filled with man's approval because we don't, that's the closest and fastest rush we can get into the, ourself when we're feeling low. But I think that that empty part of us says, I don't, I don't think I can pray good enough. I don't know what to say good enough. I need someone to tell me what to say. I need someone to give me the words to say. Somebody else's words. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not. That's the, When I tell you I struggle to pray, that's the struggle I have. The minute I start praying, I, I don't know whether you want to say it's Satan or self-doubt or what it is, but there are all these things that will come in my life. Why would you even deserve to talk to God? And why would God listen to what you have to say? And don't you remember when you did this the other day? And don't you remember that he only hears this? And and, and all these things come to like, stop my, my okay. prayer, stop so my thoughts, you stop my mouth. Let me tell you something. As an old person who's prayed a long time, the very first thing I do when that happens is I close my eyes and in my mind I tell God, get him out of here. Yeah. I don't need Satan in here to interrupt our conversation. Right. Because that's all that is. And that is all that, that is. That is absolutely and I recognize all that. that is. Get him out of here. But, but I for don't years, I'd be me. like, I, 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 it's like I pray, but I struggle to pray around all mm -hmm. that doubt and all mm -hmm. that self-doubt, all that emptiness. So I can relate to the people. And Jesus is mowing down here. So here's the did thing. You know what I mean? Wait, I want to say one more thing about what you said. Here's the thing, though. God knows you did all that stuff. I know. Satan is throwing it he in knows, your face, but he already knew that. And he knows, and he's that not you sitting up are, there with a checklist going. Oh, well, I wonder if she him. confesses, if she doesn't, if she skips number nine. I'm not going to listen to her today. No, he's not doing that. That's, but that's but what that's it what feels what, like, and that's exactly the way Satan intends it to feel. And that's why when it says when you pray and you're doing, it's easy for me to pray a prayer that I think I don't mean that so, no, practically, but it's easy for me to pray a prayer that other people would think that's a really good prayer. But when I'm alone in my closet, not necessarily my closet, but alone with God, speaking to God, there's nowhere to hide. There's no, nobody to get behind. Or I don't pray a prayer somebody else wrote down for me. And it's hard. And you have to be really you before God. You have to let your And you have to deal open. with all that doubt and just by faith say, but God's going to hear me because he said he would. He said he would. That's, That's the reason. Not because That's of me, it. but because That's he exactly said he would. Right. I don't get him out of here because I'm holding on to your truth. And the more you do that, the easier it is to, you, you still have to get rid of the distractions. You still have to fight your way through some of those things mm -hmm. that Satan likes to, because why? Because that's why where the battle fight won. you? Because that's where the battle gets that's why. victory. That's, that's why it's a hard right. place. And, and, and there's nowhere gotta, to hide. And that's the thing I keep coming back to. But there's nowhere to hide anyway. I mean, Satan makes you think you're hiding, but you're not hiding right, and anyway. And that's what Jesus is letting us know. It's like the emperor. Go to clothes, me where it's right? just you and me. You know he already knows all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And what I like is, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to belabor this point, but I like the fact that when I don't know what to say, I can say, God, I don't have a clue what I have. I need to do this, but take care of me. Show me what to do. Tell me what to do. You know? Take care of that situation. When I got the information about the accident, my first response was complete shutdown. Everything just stopped. I don't remember. I just, everything was just stopped. 
But then very quietly, that sm still small voice said, don't forget, I'm God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, God, now I don't know what's going on. And I, there's not, there's no way I'm going to call you because you were already upset. Okay, so what are we going to do? We're going to just pray. And I just went away. I went left where I was, went into my office and just, just, I believe you. I trust you. Whatever happens, I don't want the whatever that happens, happens. I don't want all the stuff that could be whatever. But whatever happens, help me stay faithful. Protect me from myself. Help me, you be in charge of this. Be there with her. If you have to leave me, go be with her. That's exactly what I said. If you have to leave me, go be with her. You know, just be there and take care of that situation. But you have to settle yourself back down a minute and say, no, he's God. He knows what he's doing. He can take care of this. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I should say this or not, <clears throat> but I'm I'm very grateful. I knew you were praying. I knew that my church was praying because we all know, I knew everybody was praying. That was a wonderful thing. We and I don't and I, I don't want anybody to think we something horrible happened because it didn't. God took care of every bit of everything. But um, since my dad has passed away, <clears throat> you missed your dad. <laughs> I have often felt the the space in the hedge. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? The whole, yeah. I don't know how to explain that, but my dad prayed for me. Mm -hmm. And all of us. And then I worry, I, I'll say, but. Now who's filling that hedge? Yeah, who, where, who's, who's putting it in there? And I was just, the, the Lord was like, but I'm your father. Mm -hmm. Right? Husband, yes. And I've got it under control. And all we had was faithful friends, good people, loving church members, family members. All Good. we had was prayer all around us. And you could tell you could feel God that. was in every part of everything during that scary time. But it's just like, you know, it's not, again, it's not a person I look to to fill that hole, even though I'd like to sometimes. That's my, that's our flesh. Mm -hmm. I'll be okay if my dad's praying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he, and God but wants I me to know, you you'll be okay you, because I'm praying. Jesus will, is making intercession. I will tell you this, and you know this to be true. He would have been more spastic than he you would, would have handled, but he would have prayed. But he would have been praying hard, and he would have already been. I prayed that day for mm -hmm. all. I mean, that mm -hmm. I could. I that was his, like the sun coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. But he says, but uh, I don't want to leave this part. I'm sorry. I guess no, I don't want to leave this part because that is our communication. That is our cord. To God. Right. Right? That is our charger. That is our energy. That is our everything is that relationship with God that allows us to talk to him. And I don't know how people survive when they don't have that. I don't I don't know how to do that without doing that because I've done it. Again, that struggle in prayer is never thinking that God can't or that he's unable or that he doesn't care. The struggle I have is with my half of the equation. And that's where Satan knows to fight me. He does. So I'm always like, but why would he for me? What? Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Absolutely. But, but God was mean. just telling me, you know what? There, you don't have a gap. I don't know how to explain that. That's right. Because I'm the father that fills I'm it. I'm the father that fills the gap. Mm -hmm. And and that's true. And we have, if we've learned anything in the last two years, we've learned that. We've learned it the hard way, but we've learned I that. Need tissue. Sorry. Sorry. But we have had to learn that. And I'm sure that there's people listening to us that have had to learn that too. You've yeah. had to realize that something you lost, God was able to fill and the gap. And when you pray, it's not a show. A real <laughs> father hears it and cares mm -hmm. and responds. And not only does he hear and care, he is able to yeah. take care of it. I'm not, I can depend on people. And they can't fix it, but I have a father who can. He had a song like that. I know a father who can. Remember? We're from laughing to crying. We're a bunch of. <laughs> well, I'm this sorry, is why guys. they let the men teach the Bible all the time. All right, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> they shouldn't let women teach. Sorry about that. <laughs> you don't even bring that up. That's not even funny. Sorry. We're going there sorry, I was only kidding. <laughs> We're just talking about the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So now we I can't see because I got water in my glasses. So we are now at verse what seven? I don't. But know. when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Which is exactly what you just said. What did you say? Help. Yeah. I don't have it. I don't know what else to say. Help. 
But that I think that that, that is like again bringing your works into it. If I if I say this phrase so many times, if I say it at this time of day, if I if I pray in this pattern that was successful for somebody else, those are those empty, the vain repeating of words. Mm-hmm. And, and when you do that, it's what you're not saying a formula. Is, it's not a scientific formula. It is not a recipe. Like it's a magic it spell, a, and you say it three times, yeah, and, and yeah. he'll do what you ask. And it is not that. Mm-hmm. It is real. He is real. He hears. He wants to bless. He wants to answer. And we will put our confidence in these vain things. Again, vain just means empty, mm-hmm. hollow things. Because it feels like you're doing something. It feels mm-hmm. like safety, but that's not where your safety comes from. Your safety comes from the realness mm-hmm. of a relationship extended to you, access extended to you by God the Father through His Son. And, it, and it's not something that you want to replace with false garbage. You want that to be a real thing in your life and a real avenue in your life and not think that if I don't say what someone else says, well, then I've missed it. I I didn't get the words right. I didn't say it right. That's my struggle. I didn't say it right. I'm not right. I'm not okay. I can't come. God says you can, and you can come just exactly as you are covered by the blood of Christ mm-hmm. and he sees and he listens and it's at times like that that you have to don't forget he's making intercession truth Christ is the truth your heart is fic- your heart yeah. is fickle and wicked and it's deceitful it will make you feel but what did he say he his said, word is sure come to me Let yeah burden he said I come boldly he said he said you could come boldly when and I, I have when you fearfully hit well, it's not fearful it's not even fearful it is it is, I, th- I think, and I'm nothing, what do I know, but I think it is Satan's way to break your concentration on praying to your Father. I, I think too, he likes to, to get you to stop because he knows how powerful that is. It's almost like a wall the I got to bust through. The only thing that you can do every time. to bust that wall is quote the truth. Right. Just quote the what the scripture says. He cares for you. He says he loves me. He says, I can come to him. I think they're listening to me and you have that same struggle. What you feel like sometimes is that you're never going to get through, so you might as well give up. And it is worth the struggle. It is worth the struggle. Aren't you? Did you? And I'm. It's worth praying without. I don't even mean to interrupt. But it's worth praying without feelings. Yes. For as long as it takes to get through that wall and know that God is hearing you. And that he wants to know what you have to say. It's worth breaking through I swear, that. I, I truly believe that one of the I just just things, know. I hear you. I, the one <laughs> that I, feel. I think one of the things that makes us so weak is we don't know what the book says. And I don't think we have to have every page memorized. And I think it should be a constant feed that we're feeding our soul and our spirit. And we're talking to God, letting him talk to us, actually, through his word. But it doesn't take much. It just takes a truth. He is the way, the truth, and life. I can, whatever it is, you have to quote him. When, help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. Take this away. I've given this to you. I don't know what to do with that, but I'm here humbly. I know I'm a failure. That's that's the thing I think Satan wins with because he thinks we don't know we're failures. We do fail. We we did mess we're up just yesterday to put or the day some before. some polish on it so nobody else knows. Yeah, but, yeah. Really, that's what these are. These are the vain things that we do so that everybody else thinks we're okay when we know we're not. And the truth is... And Jesus is offering authenticity. And the other and, thing is, is everybody... Uh, Richie Neal, everybody has the same secrets. Yeah. They all feel the same way. But it's not that feeling. It's the truth that, that matters. matters. Yeah. So, verse 8. 8. But no, be not ye therefore like unto them, those that pray with the vain Much words, much speaking. For yeah. your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Have you ever thought about that? Like when I pray, I don't have to get the words right because he already, he already knows. knows. He knows the situation. He knew more he about knows. the situation than you did. Yeah. He was there he was already the there. second it happened. Yeah. Right? He was already there. Verse 9. I don't know. Here we're going to talk about instructions on praying, and I think maybe that's our topic tonight. I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, I'm not confusing the water or making it worse. But I feel very strongly about this conversation daily with God, frequently with God, often with God, over anything, everything. I'm learning to do that better. Verse 9, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, 
So here's your example. Okay. So now I, I, look, we're going to go slow because we're going to break this down. It's worth it. Stay it's with worth us. It. It's worth it. Think about this. So after this manner, Jesus says, therefore pray. So he, he's, he's just now pattern. taking a minute to say, don't do it this way. Here's yeah, and how again, I want you to do it. You can pray this, but he just told you it's not about repeating it's not these about words. The words. It's not about, it, it's this is a teach, pattern. It is a good, I think it's a good thing to teach it's an children this one. So they learn oh, to pray. I, we need to know this one. We it's need, an outline. We need, it is an outline. But as you get older, you, this ought not be the only things you're saying. But it's but so, but we if we understand so the let's pattern what it says yeah the pattern then it, it's just like when you understand the pattern you can apply it everywhere mm -hmm. you so see here it goes our Father which are in heaven hallowed be thy name and okay just stop right there what are we doing there Jesus what are, what what are you telling me about talking to the Father that he's not just Christ's Father he's my Father. Our Father. He, he has made us sons and daughters of God. Mm -hmm. he, he, behold, mm -hmm. what banner of love Father the Father hath bestowed, bestowed upon us, us that we could be called the sons of God. I, I, I can go to him like my Father. Listen, mm -hmm. I trusted my Father. Yes, you did. And I, I can trust my Heavenly Father. More. Our Father, not just Jesus is sharing. Mm -hmm. Right, and that hallowed be thy name, which art in heaven. Don't That's just like that. when we talk to him. Do we know? Can we take a minute and think about who we're talking to, in praise, in in reverence, like not not the kind of reverence that makes you have distance and falseness and have to put on a mask and be an actor, but the kind of reverence that says I'm talking to somebody who's not only my father but who is a Right? Mm -hmm. Hallowed be thy name. Holy, Holy are you. Great creator no of all here. things. You can think of all kinds of things to say. But now I want to know I want to know something. Do you think, and I'm just saying this out loud now, I'm thinking this off the top of my head, so forgive me. But in those moments, and I might try I might this might work. This would work, I'm pretty this sure. Isn't. But it's not I'm not saying it's a formula. I'm saying no. The readiness for prayer. As I get ready to pray, I'm talking and to my Satan father. is caught and coming at you with, "You're not good enough. You shouldn't have done this. Look at you. Why would he hear my father? My father, Father God, and His holiness is enough. Yeah, my father. My holiness is not an yeah. issue here. If you, if His you, holiness. if you, if you tell Satan first of all to get out, get him out of here, or God to get him out of here. You don't need him there. But you recognize that you're talking to the king, the king, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the God that put everything in existence. The everything I have is because of him. Holy, 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 the beasts say at the at the throne. You know, the 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 people are bowing with um, palm branches, praising him in heaven. Right. The, all the all the things that, you know. Mm -hmm. When you stop for just a minute and think of what you do know, yeah, you don't have to know everything or be perfect. You Not just know he's, he's our Father, and Jesus says, "Use it." That's your. This is your example. He's your Father. It's His good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He wants you to need Him. He asks you to ask. Jesus even prayed, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus separated Himself to talk to the Father. Yeah, Thy kingdom come. Read the whole one. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So what, what, surrender. Give it up. So, so first of all, it's his holiness, not my holiness. He's my father. He, he's allowing me to come like a father would allow his child. And, I guess and the second thing is, before I ask anything stupidly and, and wrong or out of your will or to consume it upon my own lust, first thing I want to acknowledge is I surrender to what you want. Thy will be done. And just like it is in heaven, rule me. Mm -hmm. Because I know that what I might say later on is gonna make might, might not be the right thing. So first off, first acknowledgement, I surrender it to you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And don't now, let me ask for something. I, that now you're ready for prayer. That's not out of right? your will. You're kind of ready, ready. For prayer, ready for prayer now because... It's never about see, changing his mind. It's always about changing your mind. Getting me ready. Getting me and changing ready. your heart to be in that position to pray to God. I guess the reason that our father part means so much to me is I didn't have what you had. My father passed away when I was very young. And I swear, I can't remember, and I don't mean swear like that, but I... I can't remember who it was that told me at a very early age, five, six, seven, eight years old, somewhere in there, that 
I had a heavenly father. Don't be sad because your father's with God because your heavenly father can do everything he can do. He can, she, he can take care of mm-hmm. everything. And I've always approached him. I, I, ha- I, mm-hmm. I don't do it well. I haven't yeah. been perfect in it by any stretch. But I've always felt like that was true. Whoever told me that you convinced me that that was true. So for me, I think these two verses of recognizing who he is, settling down and, yep, I'm talking to God. This is serious. And he, I'm going to submit to him, even if I don't understand it, which I have done a lot lately, even when I have no clue what's going mm-hmm. to happen next, even when I don't know what the outcome is. Right. Because I don't always, you don't know. And then it says... Give us this day our daily bread. Am I the only one that feels like that's the most abrupt sentence in this whole Yes, prayer? because it doesn't seem like, like it fits, wait, does it? It, it, it doesn't, like it because give us our daily bread. It's like, uh, please? <laughs> yeah, like everything else has felt very reverent. And then this is so direct. Uh-huh. Give us this day our daily bread. Like, expectantly. <laughs> and, and that's a little bold. <laughs> we went from spiritual to... But if I take what Jesus says in other places about prayer and about going to God and like he wants cast your burden and, and like he cares you like the, cares and for you he, like the lilies of the field. And, and he like, is the bread of life. And, and not only that, what we just had in the last chapter about you you don't live by bread alone, but every word of God mm-hmm. is the bread and he's the bread of life. We know later in John, it will say, I am the bread of life. But just all this thing that feels like such an abrupt statement, but there, I think it's not an accident that it is. No. Because there is something of, okay, when my kids come to me and they want something, they just ask. Mm-hmm. They just, for whatever it is. Whatever it is, they don't feel like they have to hedge in him and help. This is what I need. Can we do this? Mm-hmm. And I say, yes, if I possibly can. Mm-hmm. We're going to go do that. Whatever it is you need, let's go figure it out. The guys are going to say, wait, how much money did you spend? I'm going to say, yes, <laughs> let's go do exactly what it is. No, he's a very, very good daddy, but he's, he's, he, if we would spend it at the poorhouse if it wasn't for Richie. But, but the thing about going to God in prayer is that you can rightly expect that he's going to receive your request. He you said, like, knock and it shall be opened. Do you feel like that's a, find, you feel like that right? is in there to remind you that you it's don't. even the little things that he wants to hear? Give us this day our daily bread. Give us what we need. So he's not saying you can only pray for bread. No. He's saying, here's the pattern. What, what you need from him, tell him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lay it out. And as common as daily bread, as common as whatever it is, you're allowed to ask because your daily bread because is that's necessary, your father right and it is your father and that's your father so you can ask if you want to especially if what you've already acknowledged is he's holy mm-hmm. and that what i want first and foremost beyond anything i ask it's is his for his will, will. Mm-hmm. and then i can say to him without feeling impertinent mm-hmm. here's what I'd i need like, father I'd like some bread. right this yes. is what i need yeah. I have needs. I agree. Here they are. And I don't understand everything. And I humbly... And not feel embarrassed that you mm-hmm. brought that up before. Oh, I shouldn't ask God for that. That That's crazy. No. He mm-hmm. said, give us this day. Our day and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Because hmm. he says later on, he says, if he won't forgive, you won't be forgiven either. So this, this I called this when I wrote down my note. I thought this is introspection and confession. I love that, here's what I love about that, being where it is. Mm-hmm. Not to belabor this as an English teacher, okay? Mm-hmm. Because first was just acknowledgement and praise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Surrender to his will. He's my father. I surrender to his will. And I can tell him everything I need mm-hmm. before I even take time to worry about this step. Because I have access to come mm-hmm. to the father. And then when I'm in the presence of the father, father, I, I want to forgive and, and it's not like you're saying the words verbatim. I want to forgive anything that I have unforgiveness for in my heart. And I also need your forgiveness. And, and allowing God to point those things out. Have you, When you spend time alone with God and God brings to your mind, maybe something you haven't even thought about. And he'll say, you know what? You probably shouldn't have said that. You probably shouldn't have mm-hmm. done that that way. You probably should explain that one and go apologize about that one. And, and it's okay for your father to correct you. Mm-hmm. If your father loves you, because if he loves you, he's going to right, mm-hmm. and that's that step where you're saying, like, I want to take a minute and think about it, 
And I want to be clear. I want everything clear between me and God and me and everyone else. Mm-hmm. As much as the Bible says in Romans, as much as is within your within power you. to do so, right? Mm-hmm. To be at peace with every man. And especially those. But I love that I can come even before I got that right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That means something to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's a wonderful pattern. Not that it's not important, but he allows me in. And then he deals with my problems. Because he's still deals with my, my father, even yeah, though I even mess though up I stuff. messed up. And now I've got to deal so with that. So that piece though, where Satan says, well, you've got to talk to him. Right. Yeah, leave me it's up. there. It's right. It's, it's already, after it's I got already in. in here. Yeah. It's after I got in. It's already door. in here. Yeah. That's why I say, get him out of here. I don't need him. I don't need him around making this work. It's not that you're not going to deal with those things. No. But you're going to deal with them like a child does with a father and not like an enemy or a stranger. And you know what that also means? That if there's consequences, you're going to take them. Right. Because I have to be, I might have some consequences. God may say, bring when you say he brings that to your mind, there may be some consequences. I hate that part because I hate consequences, but there are consequences sometimes. Mm-hmm. And verse 13 says, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So the Bible says that God doesn't tempt anyone to mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. But he can lead us out away from temptation. He he can draw you on a path where you're not in a position where you are fighting so hard, right, against temptation that that's all you're thinking about. He's lead. It's like, okay, am I going to, how do I say this? If I say, do not think of a red truck, everybody listening to me just thought of a red truck. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But he's saying to his father, he said, we can say to our father, don't lead me that way. Mm-hmm. Let me follow the thinking you'd have me think. Let mm-hmm. me let me follow you. The evil one has all this attack for me. He has all this distraction for me and these things that he wants me to go into and worry about and, and just be like, please, Lord, don't let me do that. Don't let me think of that. That's an, that's an unwinnable place. That's a place mm-hmm. of fear and doubt and anxiety. And that is not where we want the Father to lead us. We want the Father to lead us into... Focusing our energy on Christ and where he's going, right? And away from the evil one. It's not that you don't ever have a temptation to sin. But if all you think about is not sinning, you're missing the boat. Mm -hmm. There's another voice to listen to, right? Where he gets you out of that situation. Look at this, not that. You know what I mean? I don't know how to say that. I agree. No, that's right. Look this way. I agree with that. It's focused. But do you notice notice that in verse 5 he said, when you pray... Don't be as the hypocrites are, but yeah. they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen in men. This isn't about what men see. No, and this, this isn't, isn't about what men hear. And this is only four verses. It's very short. It's only four verses of how yeah. to pray, how to reach God, how to make that charge up connection. And I wrote, it's an acknowledgement and praise sandwich because we go right back to that to end mm-hmm. it. We go right back to... Not reminding ourselves of our qualification to come from the Lord, but of His qualification to answer our prayer. It's not faith in our prayers that we need. Mm-hmm. It's faith in the person we're praying to mm-hmm. that we need. Mm-hmm. The object of our faith is not our ability to express ourselves. That's why we're not doing it to be heard of men. It's in who we're talking to. Mm-hmm. And He has all power and all glory. Yep. And it's his kingdom, and it's forever. And have you ever noticed that's what they say? What they right. say in heaven already? Yeah. Glory and honor and yeah. praise to the Father. I mean, Because I'm, not, t- I'm focused on who he is. We're not saying anything that right? angels and created beings aren't saying right this minute. And then you we're can all part of this. easily skip, skip amen because you think that's just the way we say goodbye or hang up the phone. But that's not true. Amen is a, a word that means it so is so. It. What is he saying is so? That he, the kingdom's his, the glory is his, the power is his. That's forever. right, is what Jesus and said. Heard, that's that's the heard, right thing to say. I know there's another uh, version of this, one of the other Gospels. He doesn't add all that in. And I know there's some folks who say, well, you know, it's not in one place, but it's in the other. So therefore, this is it, the pattern. Yeah, but it's still the <laughs> this pattern. This is the pattern. This praise and surrender on both ends and with the request right in the middle and so direct and just I, think the I don't think there's anything wrong with praying that prayer. Prayer, no, verbatim. No, verbatim. I don't need but it. But if you mean it from your heart. But I think like that's just telling you. Rely, it to start focus on Him and rely on Him. 
and there's not a lot of repetition. There's no repetition there except no. for the praise. For the praise, and and it's different. One is just acknowledging that He is perfect and holy, and the other is saying, "These are all the things you are." I'm just going to make a list, make your own list. Mm-hmm. Who is He? Mm-hmm. Right? Who is He? I, one of my favorite names. I, this is probably a distraction. What we're talking about, but I love that Paul calls Him the only wise. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. when I pray to God, I'll say. I, I, I just want to talk to the only wise, right? Mm-hmm. The only one who has an answer. Mm-hmm. You know, the only yep. one that I can count on reliably to always be right. Because I, I need that wisdom. I always think about, it's and I read favorites. this today too, when they when he said, now, uh, Moses, they knew me as God Almighty, mm-hmm. but they didn't know me as Jehovah. My yeah. words. Yeah, Lord. I, and he says over know, and over, and, I, and I've been marking it just because he says it so much in the mm-hmm. Old Testament. I do this so they'll know I am the Lord. Yeah. This is what happened because I I'm am the control. Lord. And it's like, how many times has he had to say? So what I think then is we talk about battle ready and being ready to face the world and all the stuff that we do. When we are reading scripture, it's those things that stick out in our brain and help us. You know, I never have thought of saying the only wise in my prayer. Oh, I, because but it gives me makes my little hair stand up. Because if that's what affects, because <laughs> that's, if what affects that's the me. one that affects you, yeah. then that's the one yeah. you right. I mean, that's that's why I think we have to stay in the scripture, mm-hmm. and we got to see where it applies and how to apply it to our everyday. It can't just be something we do on Sunday and on Wednesday. And okay, well, I'll do this now. No, it's got to be real and live. Personal. And personal, right? Personal. And private. Yeah. Because, I mean, our conversations yes. with God are private. There are things I will say to Him I will never say to anyone else. Yes. And that's what it's supposed to be. You know, He's He, he is, is the one I'm going to. you to do that. And as a matter of fact, anything else—that's what He said above—won't be accepted. Mm-hmm. Anything that's said as a manipulation, because if I just say these things, He has to do it, or anything that's said to fill that empty place inside of you with the approval of others—all you've done. It's just made sounds. Mm-hmm. But you can really go to God the Father and really expect Him to accept you in His presence and to answer what you've said. And you can trust Him to be holy and full of glory and, and power. power. He is the King. As it is you in can heaven, go. it can be right here on earth with me. I don't have to wait to get to heaven for Him to be in charge because He's in charge now. Mm-hmm. He's calling the shots because he now. is the Lord. He's the Lord. I am. So the Lord. I think that's probably a good place for us to stop because yes, we're, we're at eight o'clock and and we are not done with chapter six. We'll finish chapter six and maybe do seven, part of seven next time. But I think it's good to take it slow because I think when Jesus speaks, there's a whole lot mm-hmm. for us. We'll never get to the end of all that it means. So even and after all that it that's says true, and, that's and all true. that we need to understand, after take we your time. Even unpacked all we did. The next time we read it, we'll see something else. We and more see, and right? deeper and better. But just I, I think about the next part that it goes to the next two verses. I didn't. Uh, we'll, we'll start with those next time. But it's just all about that idea of forgiveness and how that, again, it goes back to like the giving and the mm-hmm. praying. It can't be something for show. It's so deeply personal when you forgive somebody. It is such a big deal. That your own forgiveness depends on it. And I think right? the hardest part for me, I think the hardest part of that verse is, I think Jesus is still on the same path of telling you, you have to understand you need forgiven. Right. You That's what can't I mean. forgive. You can't forget tied that this own. is all about you. You and your relationship with God. You're going to require forgiveness. Remember, he says, I'd rather have mercy. I want obedience, but I want mercy, right? You have to, you, I think sometimes when we're in church a long time, and I don't know why we do it, I wish we didn't do it, but sometimes we forget when we're casting out sentences about how something is and shouldn't be and what is and going on, we forget we're just as guilty. Just because we're a Christian does not mean we don't need forgiveness. We do. There's just this strange thing about the economy of God. And when I say economy, I just mean the system he operates under. He set into motion in the universe. That if you receive and you don't give, you die. Mm-hmm. And if you receive and you give, it just flows and is abundant and it's poured over and shaken, all those things. And one of the examples is even on the map. I think mm-hmm. it's really interesting that because in the north, you have the Sea of Galilee. Mm-hmm. And the Sea of Galilee receives its water from the mountains around it and it flows down into the Jordan River. And the Jordan River goes down like this and part of it empties into the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea doesn't give. It just takes. And so, it's dead. And, and it's called the Dead Sea for a reason because as, as these 
living fresh waters from this stream pour into the Dead Sea, it contains it, but it doesn't let it doesn't have an outflow. And so the sediment and the dirt and the salt and all the things that are coming in just build and build and build and build and build until no life can exist in that. And I think before we even get there next week, that is what unforgiveness feels like. That's what it's like. Is God has, has sent his own son to offer you forgiveness, to pour into you what you need and to give you these things that you need to make it to heaven. He, he's not withheld anything. It's just abundant and flowing. But you're like, I'm, I'm not going to let any out. I'm just going to hold it all. And all that happens is you slowly die. Spiritually, you die because God says, if you don't forgive, how do you receive, how do you receive for forgiveness if you won't forgive? Mm-hmm. And he right? gives us multiple examples he, he, of Illustration that, after of illustration. That that. Yeah. Right. You, you were forgiven and then the guy goes out and right. beats somebody else who owes him money. And it's like, oh, no, no, that's not, that's not the way it's, it's going to work. It's way more important than we give it credit for forgiveness. We think I'm not going to let him get away with it again. And God says, listen, you're, the only person you're hurting is you. And so, you're going to need forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So am I going to be able to look at you and say, well, you're not, I'm not going to forgive you again. You no, did this again and again and again and again. It doesn't work that way. Thank you for joining us. Keep your Bibles open. Stay battle ready. Use the word. Believe what it says. We'll see you next week. Lord willing. You've been listening to the Battle Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what we studied today, or if you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at battlereadybiblestudy at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. That's battlereadybiblestudy at gmail.com. You can also find more information on our website, www.addisonfwbchurch.org forward slash battlereadybiblestudy. Battle Ready Podcast, believing what it says.